What did you guys? It's the Connection Podcast. Welcome everybody. How's everyone doing? How are you, Noah? I'm doing great, man. I'm a little exhausted, not gonna lie, but I've had some caffeine, got some coffee in me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was is me yesterday. The, uh, the drink of the Holy Spirit is coffee. So yeah, I had I didn't have a cup of coffee yesterday at all till like the evening, and I had a headache the whole day. <sighs> Caffeine withdrawal. It was horrible. Eh, it's the story of our lives today, right? Yeah, but it's good. So alrighty. Well, again, welcome everybody to this next installment. This installment of the Connection Podcast today. Yeah. A little bit of a different a, a different approach. We've been kind of you know talking about themes of you know peace and acceptance and grace and all these kinds of things but today we want to take an approach of like a narrative of a of a mm-hmm. story like mm-hmm. st- we're gonna have story time today mm-hmm. and today we are discussing the characters of martha and mary mm-hmm. so pretty well known women in the bible yeah they are jesus loved them very much very they important jesus. women in the bible very too. very important women as well so um they appear twice so in luke and in John, mm-hmm. um, is where is at least where we're going to be reading um, about them from. So we're just going to dive right in because the the second reading is a little bit of a lengthy one. So just sit back and relax. But this first time we meet Martha and Mary uh, is in Luke chapter ten, verses thirty eight through forty two, and this is what it says. It says, "As Jesus and his disciples were on their way." He came to a village where a young woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. Mm. And that's the end of the story. This little b- brief little introduction that we have of Martha and Mary, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's really loaded. There's a lot, There's a lot in going here. on in there. So the question that we're going to pose to each other and as well as to everyone listening is, who do you identify with the most? So again, backing up, Martha's the one, she opens her home to Jesus and she's like distracted. She's making all the preparations because Jesus is here and she's like, She's frustrated that, that Mary's just kind of sitting over here at Jesus' feet worshiping him. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. so you have Martha, who is the kind of busybody, and you have yep. Mary, who's the, you know, some people would call her maybe lazy, mm-hmm. maybe not, or you could call her um, just like in the moment, kind of present with Jesus kind of thing. So, Easy, who do you identify with most? I'm probably going to have to say, personally, uh, probably Mary. Okay. Just because I'm more of the type of person that always wants to kind of like be listening to what's the now or like, sure. you know, trying to learn something mm-hmm. out of life or something instead of just worrying about the little things. Okay. That's, yeah. that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I lose my keys everywhere. So like, <laughs> this is a very true story. So I'm always <laughs> like, I am not Martha. I am not one to like want to get everything prepared and get it all done and like, yeah, take care of those things. I'm just like, yeah, let me just chill and enjoy. <laughs> so you are the type of person, and not to say this in a bad way, but like you're the type of person who'd rather go to someone's house, yeah, than, than host people than at host your house. People. Yeah, okay, of okay. Course. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the opposite. I very much feel like I'm a Martha. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. Attention to detail. Like, 
get distracted kind of easily about the little things that no one's going to notice, but mm-hmm. I notice them mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or when something doesn't go right, when yeah. something doesn't seem to be going the way it, I think it should go, I get upset or frustrated. So, you know, I, I very much identify with, with Martha mm. in this story. But, um, you know, at a first glance, like at the surface level, Martha seems to have a bad rap, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. She gets a very bad rap. In this story. I I agree. So like going back to this, at the very beginning, it says uh, Jesus and his disciples came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home. Mm -hmm. So she's, it's her home. She owns the place, Mm -hmm. right? So she's even gracious enough to do that in the first place. Yeah. That's a big step for some people. Mm -hmm. That's a big step for someone to say, hey, you can come into my home. Mm -hmm. Right. But then she gets distracted, and um, that's that's kind of a key point too. Is that it says, but Martha was distracted, yeah, by all the preparations that had to be made. Yeah, yeah. The thing here is that you don't have to do anything. Mm-mm. I think <laughs> that's what that's where you know, in my opinion, Martha kind of gets lost in this. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I'm guilty of this myself, like getting caught up and saying, this has to be done. This has to be done for it to work the way it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, you know, that mindset that I think a lot of people maybe get caught up in yeah. of, of saying, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. And we've talked all the time before about order being important, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes in God's order, there's a time to not do those things, mm-hmm. right? We've talked about that there's times to follow God's order and follow his timing and his steps, but sometimes his steps will be to rest, mm-hmm. to just stop. Like there's mm-hmm. a moment for, for these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, I, in my mind, how I see this scene playing out is, uh, you know, Martha, Martha's talking to Jesus and she's, looking at Mary saying like, Lord, like she's not doing anything. She's so lazy. Like I'm over here doing this all. I'm in the kitchen, Lord. Like, come like, help me. Tell her to come help me. And I bet she just keeps on going on and on and on and on. And that's where Jesus is like, Martha. And she probably keeps talking like, Lord, she just won't do this. And he's like, Martha, she won't do that. Martha, like stop for a second and Mm -hmm. just listen. (laughs) I think, you know, that's something I think that we need to learn how to do better is to stop getting so distracted. The enemy loves to keep us distracted from our calling, from the true like reason that we that we are, you know, in a put in a place or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um to just be able to to stop and listen for a second. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says like you're worried worried and upset about many things. Hello. That's today. Everybody today is worried and upset about social media, the government, healthcare, politics, you know, like the, what's going on in the world, the news It's mm-hmm. like, Jesus is like, you're worried and upset about many things, but there's only one thing right now in this moment that matters. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something easy. Like, have you ever gone to church on a Sunday and in a moment where, you know, we are supposed to be kind of setting aside our time for worship to God that have you personally felt where you've had so much on your mind that it's hard to worship? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that before. Um, like, one of the things is, 
once I was when I was dating my ex, there was a sun like the Saturday night where we just had a huge fight and all that. Yeah. And um I'm driving to church and as I'm driving to church, I just got these like really ill thoughts. Hmm. Evil not evil, I wouldn't say evil, but like mean, disrespectful. Like thoughts in my head that I'm saying about my ex, you know, because we were just in a fight, yeah. and I'm like, oh, you know that, ah, uh. using certain words, probably, yeah, <laughs> and just I'm not gonna lie, I, you know, it's how I felt at the time, and sure. I walk through the doors of the church, and I'm just like, as as worship is going on, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I caught myself right there in that moment, I was like, yeah. I'm not, I am not fit to worship right now Hmm. and i mean that Hmm. because my heart when i walked through those doors was not in the right place yeah um i was very um bothered very upset wanting to like you know throw out the whole entire worship service text my ex and just continue fighting with her and um, just trying to get my point across. When you have that thought that comes into your head of the perfect thing to say back to that person. Exactly. Exactly. A day <laughs> yeah. later, that's yeah. completely me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and then it just starts from there all over again. So even then through the whole you know message, I was also texting her and just like, mm. you know, well, I have something to say to you now. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that, it's not always good. You know, I just, I, I asked you that because it seems like I see that sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, people may not act like it, mm-hmm. but you can almost just tell by the look on their face that, you know, when you ask them like, Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to church kind of thing. They mm-hmm. say, Oh, I'm fine. You know, especially if you're a relationship, like men take note. If, if you ask your wife or girlfriend, how it, how she is, and she says, "Oh, I'm fine." Is she's, she's not? Probably not. Yeah, like just take note of that right now. So, but I think you know, I've I've noticed that where it's just like I, I can kind of see people. I can see their the look on their face, and it's just there's something off, mm-hmm. you know. And again, not to say that it's bad to go into church like that, because I think that's the perfect place to bring that kind of stuff, and then set it at the feet of Jesus and say, "Do what Mary did, and just fall at His feet," kind of thing, and worship Him. And just listen to him in that moment. But, yeah, I just, I feel like so many people do that. Because I've been there myself, too, you mm-hmm. know, with, with my ex, that we would just be on the way to church fighting in just the car. Fighting, yeah. <laughs> like, literally in the car fighting on the way to church. And then you walk in the door, it's like, hey, how you doing? Welcome. Yeah, nice to see you. Everything's great, you know. And we have this kind of facade that we put on ourselves, these masks, yeah. masks that we put yeah. on. Um, when in reality, maybe that's an okay thing to do. Mm -hmm. you know in front of people but not to where it's like in front of jesus Mm -hmm. you know i think we need to be more like mary in that situation Mm -hmm. and not be worried about all the little things and it's just a moment to kind of say okay like that's done it's over Mm. you know not to get back in the car after church and and start up the argument again Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's a place to end it that's a perfect time to say okay that's it. Like, yeah, we're yeah. moving on from that moment. Mm-hmm. I just had a thought right now, too, yeah. before we head off to the second encounter. Um, I just want to, because I know we said that Mary, oh, excuse me, Martha gets a bad rap in this one. Yeah. Um, I also want to, because I always love playing devil's advocate. Sure. I always love. It's always, know, a good, always a good side to have. Um, 
Had it not been for Martha, I don't think they would have had a place to gather. Hello. Nor <laughs> a, like, like, because I'm imagining, I'm imagining, it probably doesn't say this in here, but I'm imagining Martha being like, you know, after whatever it was, they went out as friends and stuff, or, you know, they're walking from town to town and Martha's like, hey guys, why don't you come over to my place? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get the sandwiches out, <laughs> you know, I'll get the salami, I'll go, get the yeah. mustard, the rye, <laughs> uh, we'll get it going, we'll have some Rubens, yeah, yeah. you know, and she's over there like, come on, let's, let's go, let's, mm-hmm. let's get it, let's get this going, let's get everyone meeting, and then it just so happens that Jesus being there is probably, you know, the Jesus that he is, and is like, hey, I have a lesson for you now, mm. here we go, <laughs> and in the midst of all this lesson that's going on, Martha is probably like, "What the heck? They're starting a lesson, and I'm no, I'm, I'm making everyone sandwiches. I'm yeah. making everyone like everyone's in the living room, sitting down, you know, making their lemonade, <laughs> getting them all set, some goat milk, maybe, oh. you know. And it's just like, had it not been for Martha, that scene would never have happened. Either. Right. Just a thought out there, you know. So not only, not only saying that. Martha got a bad rap, but if it had not been for Martha in this scene, she also, they couldn't have come together like this. And you know, and maybe Martha even wanted some recognition too. Mm-hmm. Maybe Martha was in that position. Exactly. Position where she's, like, she's, can she's I get like, a thank you, please? Yeah. Like, that'd be great. Like, a thank you would be nice. Yeah. Just invited all like 15 of you here. <laughs> yeah, all right. yeah. Jesus and the disciples. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Probably not a big home either. But here's the thing. When you open your house up to Jesus, be prepared for him to take over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another thing in here too. When when you invite Jesus in, because mm-hmm. he won't, he will not come in himself. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to invite him in. Yep. It says, Martha opened her home, like what you're saying. She's probably like, "Hey, come on in." And Jesus probably in that moment went into the living room with his disciples and Mary and sat down and started teaching. Like Jesus, like I got a thought. How, what do you guys think about this? Mm-hmm. You know, he starts mm-hmm. talking to them. And he, and he kind of takes over. He takes over the house. Like, everyone's attention is now on him. And Martha's like, bro, I'm over here. Like, no one's helping me in the kitchen, kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, again, be prepared that when you invite Jesus in, he will take over. He'll grab mm-hmm. your bread, break it, and, like, reveal himself to you of who mm-hmm. he is. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, for all the Marthas out there, God also know the party wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you. Right. We need the Marthas, mm-hmm. and we need the Marys. We're mm-hmm. going to get into that a little bit. So let's jump over now to John uh, chapter 11, verses 1 through 44. I know that is a lot. So bear with us as we, as we read through this. Um, and so this is a story of Lazarus and Mary and Martha. Um, this, is their, this is their brother. Mm-hmm. And this is what it says. It says, now a man... Named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. Mm-hmm. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. And so the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one who you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory. It is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Mm-hmm. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Notice who came first in that story, by the way. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're all there. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. Mm -hmm. And then he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. 
But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago the Jews there tried to stone you and yet you are going back? Bro, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble, for they see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. <laughs> His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Like, Jesus probably just face palmed like this. Like, <laughs> so, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep, as they did with everything else. <laughs> so then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, y'all. And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas, also known as Didymus. Um, real quick. This is the original T. Diddy. T. Diddy? T. Diddy. <laughs> said to the rest of the disciples, let us also go <laughs> that we may die with him. I love, uh, real quick, let's just pause there. Like, I love this. Doubt, we call him Doubting Thomas. Yeah. He's like Honest Thomas. Honest right? Thomas. He's, he's just like, I just want to see his... I just want to see see his holes, like his his hands and his feet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So T. Diddy. We're gonna call him T. Diddy, Diddy from now on. Every time you see the story, Diddy, I love think that. of T. Diddy. So and he's and he's real cynical. He's he's like, well, let's go so that we can die with you, Jesus. Like, all right, whatever. All right, verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. Mm-hmm. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. So Martha goes out, Mary stays at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, yeah, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. <laughs> Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God who is to come into the world. And like Jesus at this point, just like sighs and like, go get your sister. Like for God's sakes. (laughs) After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. So Jesus stayed where he was. Mm -hmm. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. And so when Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. The shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. And then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha to the the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor, for he's been in there for four days. Like he's going to (laughs) stink. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. 
I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Hmm. Whew. That was a lot. That was a lot. Give everyone a breather. Take a second. Take all that in. So this is the second encounter we have of Martha and Mary. And it's due to the circumstance that Lazarus has died. Homeboy's dying. Yep. The brother of Mary and Martha that we didn't hear about before. He was probably there. Mm-hmm. Right. But he, he was sick and Jesus is like, no, I'm going to stay where I am. I'm going to, I'm going to let this happen. I'm glad that he's, that he died. Yeah. He said that because now Jesus was like, now I can show you something that you haven't seen yet. I can reveal something to you, a different part of me mm-hmm. that you haven't experienced yet. So I want to kind of go through both of these stories, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of just give a breakdown of, of what's happening in each. So in the first story, Mary and Martha both love Jesus. And on this occasion, they were both serving him, right? Both were serving him. Mary was just serving him in a different way than um, Martha. Martha. Yeah. But Martha thought her sister's style of service was, was inferior. Mm. I think that's something we can get so caught up on. Yeah. That if you don't worship the way I do, or if you don't do this in a certain way, that your style of worshiping God is inferior. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as mine. Mm-hmm. And that's a very kind of ugly misconception. You know, worship is a lifestyle. Worship is not just something you do when you sing or you lift your hands or whatever. Yeah. You know, we talk about this quite often that worship is a lifestyle. Worship, worship is. Worship is a way of giving thanks. Exactly. And it's an, it should be in everything we do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and a kind of a question from the first story is that, are you so busy doing things for Jesus that you're not spending any time with Jesus? Mm. <laughs> Man, I feel, I feel this really strongly for church leaders. I, if there's a, by chance, some church leader listening to this, mm-hmm. it can be so easy to get caught up and doing things for the ministry, doing things for Jesus. And it sounds good, and if it's, it's good, it's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm, but mm, we need mm. to take time, especially as leaders in the church, yeah. to spend time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to do the work. We got to be on the grind. You yeah, know, we talked yeah. about that before. We got to be on the grind, but we have to sometimes pull away. Mm-hmm. We sometimes have to pull away and go in isolation. Jesus did this when he went up on a mountainside to pray. Yeah. Right? He's like, yeah. I got to go be by myself. I need to spend time with go my father. Re-energize. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I just really feel that um, on my spirit right now. And it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. so many times we can get caught up doing things for Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we forget why we're doing it. Exactly. And more, most importantly, that it, we doing it out of that that process, that thought process of, of, uh, well, it's for God, it's for his glory. Right. And Jesus is sitting Mm. there and he's probably saying, yeah, but why don't you also take part in it and not just serve for it? Exactly. Be a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I love, uh, where we serve because, (laughs) you know, we show up at 8am 
we get everything ready. We're in the welcome team and stuff. And, you know, there we are serving while right. greeting in people, talking to them, mm-hmm. doing the welcome lounge and stuff. And just, you know, we're serving. But then we make it a point to sit in at the 11 o'clock service, not serve. Right. For the purpose of, okay, now it's time for me to get my worship in and to get my praises out and to thank God for exactly. everything that he's done. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. so crazy that you just brought that up. You know, that's a very important thing. Yep. I, I literally just saw the same point. And yeah. that's what I love about being at Hillsong so much is that they give you the opportunity, opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's even the thing too, like, you know, our leader, Casey, he will even say like, hey, are you sticking around for the second service? Yeah, yeah. He's like, because I want you, if want you're you not, in there. I want you to get a chance to listen to the message, yeah, to get exactly. some worship in. And that's, that is so crucial. And that, I think that's what makes, you know, both him and Sheena great leaders is that yeah. they recognize that. Mm-hmm. They recognize that you have to have both. Exactly. Right? You can't just be serving all the time and yeah. serving and serving and serving. Because then you get burnt out. Exactly. And that's what, that's what we came from. Yep. You know, we came from where we were the people we were the guys mm-hmm. for yep. everything every single day every single sunday every event we were always the ones serving and there was just never time for us to just like enjoy a service and sit in the service right you know so I mean, it's so amazing to just you know i think the goal of what we're talking about with Martha and Mary is not necessarily who who you are but to strive to be right in between the two of them yes i completely agree because it's like you know we'll definitely be leaning heavier towards one side or the other you know Mm -hmm. but like the goal is to like say okay yes i love to be taught i love to be to be shown these things but i also need to serve right instead of Mm -hmm. just being selfish and yeah. wanting to receive all that and not give it back by serving. And then the other coin is, I love to serve and I love to be busy and I love the, the, the work of the life of the church. But where is the work in my life? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can't work in my life if I'm not being fed, you know? Yeah. So it's two coins, two, or excuse me, two sides of the coin. Yeah. And so I think the ultimate goal is to just like, kind of find that happy medium yeah we'll teeter-totter here and there you know we're not perfect whatever whatever the situation calls for yeah sometimes exactly. you need to serve more sometimes exactly. you need to worship more exactly just depends i love what you said but it's this kind of point of like don't let your service become self-serving exactly you kind mm-hmm. of hit on that and it's like and man i feel like we kind of got caught up there for yeah, a little we bit we did. When we were serving. And again, this is not to say like we hated serving where we were because we loved it. And mm-hmm. it really, it, it built up character in us. It built up a lot of kind of foundational things that we needed to know. But like, I think we sometimes got caught up in doing it for ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Serving so that we could be self-serving yeah. ourselves or whatever. We came, what's that, that saying? We were a big fish in a small pond. Yeah, something like I think that. something like that. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Um, and again, you know, Jesus said in that first passage that you're so worried, like you're doing all these things, mm-hmm. like you're doing many, 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 many things. He's like, but sometimes there's only one thing needed in a moment when I'm here, mm-hmm. and that's just to be at my feet, mm-hmm. like worshiping me mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
Um, I want to go back to this before, you know, what you were going to say, because uh, I just think this is important. I love how Martha and Mary on this Lazarus story mm. say the same thing. Exactly. But with, yeah. but with Martha, I'm assuming she's the older one, right? It's implied, yes. Yes, right? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, she kind of has that feeling that she's the older one. But so you can see the differences in maturity levels in, in their own ah, faith with yeah. Jesus, mm-hmm. in their own faith, in their own Christian walk. Ooh. Because when Martha says, excuse me, let me go to Mary first. Mary first says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Period. Mm-hmm. Martha, being the first one that went up to Jesus, is like, Lord, if you had not been here, my brother would not have died. But <laughs> I know even now uh, God will give you whatever you ask. Yes. I, mm, keep going. And then it said, Jesus replied to you, your brother will rise again. And then Martha said, um, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And then Jesus kept, you know, describing to her what the resurrection is. But I want to focus right here on that even though something bad happened to Martha, she says, but I know even now God will give you whatever you ask. So even in the midst of crisis or trial, she's still like, okay, but there's still another side to this mountain. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, you know, I didn't even think about that. The fact that she, the fact that Mary comes Mm -hmm. after the fact, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But that she comes and she falls at his feet. Mm-hmm. Same kind of situation yeah. that she was doing in the first story. Yeah. But she doesn't keep going. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is really. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to get, get my thoughts on this. But it, what you're saying is right on point. That this really displays Martha's maturity and her faith. Yeah. To yeah. be able to be able to say that in the face of this crisis. Mm-hmm. Like to say, but even now, mm-hmm. right? That reminds me of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yep, yep. Like them saying, "We are not bowing before anybody." And Sorry, dude. Hillsong just released the song. There's another in the another in the fire. That's yeah, such a good. Go song. listen to it. It's amazing. Um, but like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego saying, "We're not going to bow before you, this king. We are not bowing before you." Mm-hmm. Because we have one God. Yeah, we already have. Some. And so they turn up the furnace seven times hotter. And they say, yep, nope, not, still not doing it. And Is it even on, bro? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Probably giving some attitude. But they, they're like, we're not bowing before you because our God will rescue us. And yeah, they exactly. say, but even if he doesn't. Exactly. And that's what Mary, or sorry, Martha is kind of saying here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Lazarus is dead, but even now, mm-hmm. like even now, my God is still good. Even now, God is still you know, great. I, I just, like you said, like we were talking before this, that you, this is how you pictured it, that, you know, Martha comes, I see Martha coming over. You know, you know how like when a, like a little <laughs> kid does something bad and the mom like starts like stomping over there with her arms crossed <laughs> just like and like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and I, that's how I feel Martha came to Jesus and approached him was just like stomping over to him, arms crossed, mm-hmm. shoulders hunched up. Probably and was. She was like, Jesus, if you had been here, like scolding him. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um, 
Mary is over here running to him. Oh, Jesus. Wailing and probably crying. <laughs> you know, like can't even yeah. finish what she's saying because she's probably crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's just it because the maturity in the two of in in the two of them in their faith, where it's like, yeah, Martha's upset that he didn't come and, and take care of her brother and, and all that, you know, heal him or save him right away. Right. But she was still like, but I know that it's all good. Yeah. At the end of the day. It's fine. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he died, but I know that he'll be with you in the future, in, 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 in the last days. Yeah. And, you know, that's just another point that we want to get out there. Well, you know, and also Mary, Mary and Martha, they kind of switch places here mm-hmm. in this story. Most definitely. Like Martha is the one who goes out. Yeah. To see Jesus mm-hmm. in this time in that's the second important. story yeah that is that's important in the first story Mary's the one who was at the feet yeah of Jesus worshiping him and now Martha is, is the one who goes out and meets to him, him. Mm-hmm. and Mary stays home mm-hmm. right so Mary's probably probably like man is is this Jesus really who he said he was mm. you know she's probably having some doubts you know and it says that there were other Jews with her that were mourning with her but you know She's really kind of in isolation mm-hmm. because if you, you know, you might know that you can almost sense a, a doubt from Mary. Yeah. Just by the fact that she's not there. Yeah. That her, her lack of presence of going out to Jesus kind of displays her, her faith of where she is of saying, ah, well, I guess he's not who he said he was. <laughs> guess he doesn't love us that much because yeah. he didn't come and do this thing, <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. Like, it is so dangerous to be in isolation mm-hmm. because even, even though there were people around Mary when she was mourning, I bet she still isolated herself from everyone else around her. I bet she isolated herself. You know, we can probably relate this to our own lives. If you're listening to this, um, that there are times that will come when a difficult trial or situation happens to you, or you're going through something really difficult and you're just like, nah, uh, like you just kind of cross your arms and close off the world. Doesn't matter how many people are around you to comfort you, you can still close yourself off and be in isolation. Mm-hmm. And that's a dangerous, dangerous place to be. It is. Because there is danger in the distance. And God, again, like what we said in the last episode, you know, like when these things happen, don't push away, lean in. Mm-hmm. That's what Martha did. She went to Jesus, she leaned into him and started talking about these things, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what we really should learn how to do more often than not when when things don't happen the way we expect them to happen when we don't experience what we think um a situation is going to look like that Mm -hmm. jesus maybe has promised to us Mm -hmm. that it's not good to push away but it's better to be like martha and go to jesus and talk to him about it yeah because look what jesus said here um let me go back up a little bit You know, Martha's like, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus is like, I am the resurrection. Like, yeah. I, you're, you're saying this, I'm right here. Yeah. Like, the resurrection is standing right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right? And Jesus is like, I'm going to show you something that you don't even know what you're about to witness. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And that resurrection is not just always about life, either. Right. It's not always about life as in... um spiritual life it's also about like a promise that god made to you that you believe has died 
So what Jesus is going to do now is resurrect that in you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, resurrect mm-hmm. that faith, resurrect um, confidence, confidence. Hope, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not like resurrection is not just life and death. Yes, that's what it really is about. Yeah. But it's so much more than just life and death. It's also a resurrection of peace, a resurrection of joy, a resurrection right. of, uh, you know, um, what did you say? Uh, confidence. Confidence. Hope. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, things like that. So let's look at these two women, right? Because we posed that question at the beginning of who do you identify with the most? Yeah. So Mary, right? She sat at the feet of Jesus and worshiped him, which was the appropriate response to him being there mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, she stayed home after Lazarus had died, and then she ran to Jesus and fell at his feet in that time. Mm-hmm. Martha, she got caught up in the busyness and what had to be done, Right concentrated on what had to be done. Nothing had to be done. Jesus says, like, just being here alone is enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, She went out to meet Jesus and talk to him about what had happened. And she kind of probably gave Jesus some attitude about Lazarus dying. Mm -hmm. That we kind of talked about. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Again, what you said earlier, both offered the same comment or response to what Jesus did in the second story. Lord, if you would have... And that is, man, I have said that so many times. Yeah. Like being really honest right now, like I have said that so many times, like, God, if you would have just done this, if you would have done it this way, like, God, if you would have fill in the blank. Sorry, Mm -hmm. my phone is blowing up. Let me turn that off. Getting hit up, man. (laughs) Getting hit up. Um, But God's delay is not his denial. Hmm. I have to remind myself that so much, you know, whether it's a relationship, whether it's the ministry that like we felt called to like God's delay is not his denial. It's, it's oftentimes him waiting in order to show you something greater. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked about this yesterday or um, Sunday about like just the, the ministry we felt called to and like all the pieces that are just kind of lining up right now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. had we known about it back then at the time, it would have felt like God was delaying something. Yeah. But God had to wait in order to reveal something greater to us now and for him to get the glory. Because mm-hmm. if he does everything immediately, we think we do it. Mm-hmm. And God says, no, I, Jesus said, like, you know, um, at, in the second story, like, this has happened so that the glory will be revealed in the Son of Man and, like, in the Son of God, and, and God will get the glory out of Lazarus's resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. And, you know, even through doubt and discouragement, that God's promises always still stand. Amen. You know, Jesus performed still in the midst of Martha and Mary coming to Jesus and saying, Lord, if you would have been here, mm-hmm. he still does it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this just reminds me of, it just reminds me of the last episode of, of peace. Yeah. This is, it's, it's all the same thing. It's like where we go to find it. Mm-hmm. Martha and Mary you know, in both stories, in one situation, Martha is off in the kitchen mm-hmm. by herself. Mary goes to Jesus. In the second story, Martha goes to Jesus. Mary stays at home. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's the kind of response is that we need, again, to go to Jesus when these things happen. Yeah. Not just in the bad times either. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a key thing, I think, is that it's not just about going to Jesus 
in the moment of desperation and going to him in a moment of when we are at our, at our lowest, but going to him also in a time of joy, mm-hmm. going like what Mary did, like going to him and just being with him in his presence mm-hmm. when he's like with us, which is always, yeah. but just taking time again in both situations to go to him, right? Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Yeah. That kind of thing. And I think it's also important to say that these two people, Martha and Mary, is some are two people who we should strive to be the two of them combined. Yeah. You know, a middle um, balance. Find that yeah. common ground between the two of them in our day-to-day Christian lives. Yeah. Because I mean they both have such great qualities. And you know, pick both of those great qualities and put it together. I mean, that's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to do that. It is. It's very hard it to is. do that. But that's just the whole point of our Christian walk, our Christian life, is to continuously try to make things like as not as perfect, but as close or um, near to what Jesus was. Right. Well, and you know, it's not even, it's, it's going even further than that, you know, with that, what you're saying is absolutely correct. And then to, you know, add on, it's not just ourselves mm-hmm. to find that balance between the Martha and the Mary, but that we need the Marthas and we need the Marys exactly. in our lives. Exactly. We need both of those kinds of people mm-hmm. because the world will not function without Martha but the world will not realize who Jesus is without the Mary. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, you won't have, you won't, <laughs> if you don't have Martha's, you won't have servers at your church. <laughs> no, you And if you not. don't have Mary's, you won't have people in those pews. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to have both. That's crazy. You got <laughs> to cool have both. I like that. I like that. Um, can't be a church full of Martha's. You can't be a church full of Mary's. Gotta have both. <laughs> Can you imagine a church full of Marys? Oh my god! Just gosh. not just worshiping all the time. Like you know, nothing would happen. No bills would get paid. <laughs> no refreshments out in the lobby for the people. <laughs> people just coming in, falling off the feet of Jesus. Like, oh my god, Jesus! <laughs> and then people wonder what happens when the yeah. lights go out, and you're like, well. And then can you imagine a church full of Marthas? Oh my lord! Just a whole bunch of people standing around, waiting, <laughs> just waiting, cross arm, just like waiting for people to come to their church, and they're just like, <laughs> "Where are these people at?" <laughs> we've like spent, we served all this time, like, and no one came. We prepared so much, and no one's here. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. The, oh my god, what a tough job as a preacher that would be—a church full of Marthas. Bless me if you can, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, I really, really, these two women stick out a lot for me in the Bible. Yeah. And I think they are, because the contrast between the two, but the similarities between the two also. Exactly. Exactly. And what's important is that it's, it's, it's always about the response we have mm-hmm. to Jesus being with us and him doing things for us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and, and it's, you know, Romans chapter 8, I think like 29 what shall we say then in response to these things? I, I just keep coming back to that verse because I just, it's so true. 
Like, what shall we say in response to these things? Fill in the blank for whatever these things are. Mm -hmm. What shall we say in response to Jesus waiting for Lazarus to die so he can do something better, mm -hmm. but not, uh, but us not knowing that he's doing that, mm -hmm. you know? Goodness. Like, what shall we say in response to these things? So it's always about the response. And given, you know, we're not always going to have the perfect response to Jesus, to God, to, for whatever he does in our lives. but. That's part of the Christian walk. That's part of faith is growing to be like Martha, right? Because Mary's probably watching this happen and she's growing from Martha's faith, right? So they're learning off of each other. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's why it's so important to have both because the Marthas learn how to worship and the Marys learn how to serve. Exactly. You know? And they're important. <laughs> so, I, you know, go back and read this for yourself um, and just kind of dive into it. Again, it's, it's in Luke chapter 10 and then John chapter 11 is where we find Martha and Mary. And just always remember that just because you are more lenient towards one way does not mean that, you know, you don't have the other way in you. Mm -hmm. It's just, it takes time to develop and just try to find that balance, mm -hmm. you know, serve, but also worship, mm -hmm. whatever that means. And worshiping and, and gain things, but also share them by serving. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Share in that community with others. Exactly. Because then your faith, your faith will help others grow. Mm -hmm. You know, when you serve, people look at you and say, oh, I could do that. Like, that looks mm -hmm. like fun. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when we're having fun doing, you know, offering or whatever it is. It's like, you know, people look at that and say, oh, I could be something I could do. Yeah. Like, I can worship pretty well. And mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, we need to learn how to worship better. We need mm -hmm. to learn how to step back and just go to Jesus. Exactly. Amen. So... Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. A little, little more toned back, you know, yeah. not as preachy, more just kind of a discussion of, of these two characters. So again, go read them for yourselves and discover which one you're more like and then say, okay, maybe I need to work on this area of my life. Maybe mm -hmm. I need to learn how to serve better. Maybe I need to learn how to worship better, mm -hmm. whatever it is. But I think these are two women that, you, that we all should just study. And yeah. there's a lot more involved that I think we just, you know, we didn't hit, but that's okay. We'll probably talk about it in the future in another mm. episode. But um, we always want to end each episode with that prayer for salvation, you know, mm -hmm. to be able to come to Jesus in full surrender like Mary did, to come to him, to talk to him, but to start that relationship. You know, the text said that Jesus loved Martha and Mary and mm -hmm. Lazarus. Yeah. And he loves you just as much, mm -hmm. right? Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead and he wants to raise you from the dead as well. And the Bible says that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that you will be saved. Amen. So we're going to say this together. I'm going to say this and then Easy's going to repeat after me and you can join in with him. And we'll say, dear God. Dear God. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. In need of a savior. In need of a savior. I believe. I believe. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is Lord of all. Is Lord of all. I believe he died for me. I believe he died for me. And rose from the dead. And rose from the dead. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me new. Make me new. And I'll follow you. And I'll follow you. Today I begin. Today I begin. My new life. My new life. Amen. Amen. All right. Welcome to the fam. Welcome to the family. We are celebrating with you guys if you just made that decision for the first time and as always if you want to holler back at us and let us know send us an email at connection 
connectionpodcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in those DMs on Instagram at connectionpodcast. Absolutely. And again, thank you guys for joining in and listening through all these episodes. We really appreciate all you guys listening and and diving into these scriptures with us. You know, yeah. it's there's so much and you know, we are just just getting started. So yep. we appreciate your feedback and your comments and your your listening. So everyone have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out. Peace out.